Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Let's Admit It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Gritton, uh, and I am joined by our very first double guest, the very first repeat, President Dr. Derek Voorhees. Welcome back to the podcast. Great How are you? Great to be with you again. Thank you. Good to, be, good to see you. Um, for those of you who don't know, and for those of you who have not uh, been to the Boise Bible College campus, we are currently parked in the uh, chapel room. Um, this is one of my favorite rooms on campus because when you walk in, there's just kind of this peace and this mm-hmm. calm in this room. Um, but also, this is our uh, podcast recording booth for <laughs> for mm-hmm. the for this podcast. It's so, a big booth. It's a very big booth, and I'm so very glad that in the recordings it doesn't echo like bonkers. Um, so Derek, I want to just get into it. Um, for those of you who don't know, Derek was our inaugural episode, very first episode of the podcast that was posted. And so, um, generally speaking, when we do these podcasts, I will ask some sort of get to know you questions for lack of a better term. But, um, I asked some of those to Derek in the first episode that he was in. So if you're interested, and I would encourage you to uh, go back and listen to those so you can kind of get to know the man behind the title of president of this college. Um, but we want to, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to jump past a couple of those and excuse me, we're going to get into the, so to speak, the nitty gritty, <laughs> the nitty gritty of, of, uh, of today's podcast, which um, just to be, just to, to let you know, the, the title of this podcast, the content of it is why you whether you are a high school student in your your junior your senior year of, of high school and you're you're wrestling with you know where does where does my my path lead or you're a non-traditional student who is you know looking to gain some more knowledge of scripture um, whatever whatever life situation you find yourself in um, today's podcast is really geared towards talking about why a Bible college education is valuable and so um, Derek, as we're getting into this, I'd like for you to just um, take take our listeners through the story, the educational life story of Derek Voorhees, starting from high school, if you could uh, <laughs> just let us know each step of the road for you. Yeah, I, uh, man, it's been a blessed life as I look back on that. Uh, started, I'm from Springfield, Illinois, and so went to Springfield High School uh, Which, by the way, how big was Springfield? Yeah, how? Springfield is around 100,000 people. Okay. I would say maybe a little smaller than that when I was in high school. It's okay. been pretty standard. Capital of Illinois, and so we were the senators. Mm. And mm. Uh, not the House of Representatives. <laughs> can, you we, imagine, can you imagine the House of Representatives <laughs> as a high school mascot? Yeah. So we were Springfield High School senators and graduated in 1984. And, uh, uh, you know, up to that point, I played soccer from kindergarten in the, mm. into high school and uh, worked at a golf course. So those are the two big sports. I played a little basketball some. So, uh, you know, I went to a junior college right out of high school okay. to play soccer. Oh, really? I wasn't necessarily academically strong either. So it was a helpful way for me to, to develop there. But I was hoping maybe to step into, you know, from community college into a, a larger university. Um, but a friend of mine, you know, encouraged me, who, who is a Division One 
uh, soccer player at, at a large university, the captain of the team. They won the national championship, and he's a strong Christian, and he encouraged me with a friend. Um, uh, you know, they said, so what are you going to do mm. with soccer for the kingdom? What a poignant question. It was, and so I didn't have an answer for that. I was a Christian, been a Christian for a long time up to that point, and they said, well, why don't you go to a Bible college and find out mm. if you don't know? So I went to Ozark Christian College and to play soccer uh, and to kind of figure out what the Lord's desire was for me. So four years at Ozark Christian College uh, and with a bachelor's of biblical literature. Mm. I wasn't the best of students, but I loved my experience there. Yeah. Um, uh, internship, uh, experience with friends that are now still many of them, many, many dear friends still from those four years. Uh, my first um, ministry right out of that in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And uh, while I was in Portland, Oregon, in Hillsborough, Oregon, to be specific, as a youth pastor, I, I started uh, a five-year trek at graduate school, Lincoln Christian Seminary, uh, Lincoln Christian University right now, yeah. and moved back to Illinois in Lincoln, and uh, for the next five years, devoted myself to graduate studies, achieved a couple of, you know, uh, master's degrees at Lincoln Christian University while I was um, a part-time youth or a full-time youth pastor at one, seat, one church and then a part-time preaching pastor. Mm. Went down to Texas and started, a, 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 I was on staff at a church there and started some doctoral studies at Dallas Theological Seminary. And the next four years were ministry and doctoral studies mm. there. And, and shortly after that, um, or while I was in process of that, I began teaching uh, so, you know, I always had friends that were hired by Bible colleges, mm. and I knew I didn't, I wasn't as sharp as they were, so I knew the standard of what colleges were looking at. I kind of had in the back of my mind, it'd be, well, it'd be kind of interesting, I think, amazing to teach at a Bible college, but I never thought I could do it because I saw friends that were doing it. Yeah. Uh, but I love to teach, and so youth groups, adults, speaking at preaching opportunities you know so I, I love those opportunities and so going through graduate studies and doctoral studies were all about honing that craft not necessarily to get hired but Dallas Christian College asked me if I would want to teach online hmm. so I began doing some online teaching through Dallas Christian College while I was on staff full-time full-time at that church and doing doctoral studies and that was a great way to kind of cut my teeth and in undergraduate education and the online venue. So that was, that was in the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, graduated with uh, my doctoral degree in 2008. Stepped back to a ministry in Hillsboro, Oregon, where I began implementing some of the spiritual formation of leadership yeah. values from my degree. Um, and around that time, uh, George Fox University, based in Portland, a Portland seminary uh, specifically, yeah. asked if I would want to be one of their... Um, you know, doctoral dissertation advisors. Man. So, I mean, from a really uh, poor high school student who just cared about playing soccer and golf, hmm. you know, through a couple of master's degrees um, to a doctoral degree to then be hired, you know, adjunct at a, yeah. at, at a couple of institutions, um, that's crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. So... The gifting that I've tried to be a good steward of, God's really just favored yeah. in his grace. Even to the point of having some international teaching opportunities. I would say some of that's come because of the, of the credentials that I've earned and the letters behind my name. But teaching it at colleges and seminaries abroad mm -hmm. 
has kind of really broadened my um, educational lens of teaching um, here at, at Boise Bible College when I was first hired. So there's my journey up to this point yeah. and with my sort of academic ministry career. Yeah. And it's, I want to say specifically to, um, to the, to the students, the high school students, those who are listening that, um, found themselves in a situation not unlike Derek, where they were, you know, not, not bad students, but they were, they were definitely in school for, for extracurriculars, for the sports. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in a small town where, um, high school football was the thing that was, that was what everyone was in for. Was that every, a lot of the town lived vicariously through the high school football team, and we were not good. <laughs> so I, uh, I apologize to those folks. Um, but the thing I want to highlight from that, from that story from Derek is that, you know, wherever you're at in life, as far as academics go, you might be telling yourself, you know, not the best student in the world. And to be clear, Boise Bible College's education standards are pretty rigorous. Mm -hmm. You know, classes are, are challenging, but they're, they're also formative. And so the encouragement that I would give to, to that high school student who is listening to this and, you know, found themselves in a situation like you is, man, we have, we're, we're listening to living, breathing evidence that, you know, past performance is no indication of future possibilities. Mm. So by God's grace, absolutely. I mean, Mike, I was on academic probation mm -hmm. during my community college year. Yeah. I mean, I had to go have special tutoring and mm -hmm. things. And, and so I get students that come to Boise Bible college that, you know, struggle and are placed on academic probation. It, You're it, talking to one right now. Well, it's not a punishment. Mm -hmm. It's a, and I, I didn't, I, I was, I was taught pretty early, this is not to punish you, this is to groom you, yeah. to prepare you, to equip you, to strengthen you, to help you excel Absolutely. academically, to learn some disciplines you didn't know, and, and it didn't come quickly. But, mm -hmm. And I would also add to that too, God placed around me um, some uh, roommates in college and some seminarian partners. Seminarian, that's a good word. There's a good word, but, but people that I would say and even I would say some of the faculty here that are that are um, uh, brighter and sharper and smarter than I am that I that have been placed around me, around you, mm -hmm. that really God uses to shape us to become better students, to be become better thinkers, yeah. better communicators. So yeah, there's there's definite hope. Absolutely. <laughs> And yeah, like I said, I was, I was also put on academic probation my first, my, my first semester because um, like many unwise people before me, I was reveling in my newfound adulthood. I grew up in small town Idaho and here I am in big town Idaho and I was, <laughs> I was living life and academics took, a, academics took a, a definite turn for the sour, but then turned around and graduated. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah. But um, it took a lot of grit. It did. Like Michael Gritton. Hey, uh -huh. hey, you know, it embarrasses me. You're the first person in my life who's actually pointed that out to me. <laughs> I've had so many nicknames. Well, Never... Way to hang in there. Yeah. Well, it fits, Derek Voorhees, fits you. Captain, of, uh, captain of puns here at the college. <laughs> no. Derek, I wanted to ask you, you kind of answered one of the questions I was going to ask, which was just the the stories that you might tell about mm. your, your, your situations, your experiences in Bible college specifically. And so um, I want to take sort of from that, and I want to go maybe a little bit of a different direction, which is 
you know, obviously you've had plenty of experiences in education. You, you'd say 12, 13 years in just a, a learner's context? I would say uh, since 1985. Since 1985. So we're talking almost 35 years. Yeah. 35 years now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 25 years old. <laughs> Derek has been in school for 10 years longer than I've been alive. Anyway. Um, but you know what? Let me add to that because I'm not an academic. Yeah. I, think, I think academics has been a part of my journey. I mean, I, I'm a pastor at heart, too. Mm. So that pastoral academic blending has been a part of the 35 years. Sure. So that's significant, I think, at Boise Bible College at an undergraduate school like Ozark Christian College is that, that synthesis of academics with, with getting in the trenches to meet people where they are. Um, and I, I think that's been influential for me. Yeah. Something about, you know, just having field experience. Absolutely. Something about just being out and doing it. Yep. I remember my very first um, internship was as the, the uh, stand-in youth pastor at a small church in Oregon called Trent Church of Christ in Dorena, Oregon. Um, and they were in a situation where they just, they, their youth group had kind of been stagnant for a few years and it was my job to to go in there get it standing up so that the new guy who came in afterwards could get it moving forward and there was so much in that just three month stretch of time that I learned that man I'm sure it was in a book or two that <laughs> I I was supposed to read for Russell Grove but <laughs> I didn't pick up on it and and experiencing that in such a such a physical way that you know, it, it wasn't about highlighting a line. Mm -hmm. It was about what do you tell someone who is in distress? Mm. That was such a, such a formative time. And so, yeah. um, switching gears just a little bit, Derek, um, from your perspective of a, uh, a, you're an administrator of the college, obviously as the president, but you're also a professor of the college. And so um, from the perspective of a, from the academic side, can you narrow down what's something that just stands out to you from, because obviously you've been, you've been connected to, I'm trying to do my math right, four different higher education institutions, uh, four or five, five, five? And, and maybe it's uh, six here at BBC, six, and um, some internationally. Sure. And then high school, which obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you, can you pick out, what is something that stands out to you about Boise Bible College from the academics perspective that yeah, stands well, out from those other places? Oh, I don't know if it stands out um, other than them. Maybe it runs alongside it, but sure. I, think, I think Christian higher education here at Boise Bible College could be stated as we are a communication school. Mm. I mean, we're a leader developing school. And so that blend of how to help leaders serve with clear communication, I think it starts with having a clear philosophy. And so academically, I think, um, you know, we help, I, I'd say our academics, what makes us somewhat unique is we're, we major in the soft skills of mm. people development. Um, that keeps us unique. We've, uh, you know, been asked or people have wondered why we don't add certain degrees, but that's really where we go because we think the listening ability that we help our students learn, the speaking ability, the reading and leading ability, those go, all those go hand in hand and those are unique. Uh, those are not a given and what we're seeing today in, 
in the marketplace, I would say in corporate America, is people are hired and kept longer because of the soft skills that yeah. they clean. And if, if Boise Bible Coach if Boys of Bible College could play a role in helping students learn some soft skills and get hired on by, you know, a corporation. Yeah. Great. We've played a role in them being an influence for Jesus, communicating well, leading their team, listening well, all those soft skills. Yeah. Matter. And I want to, I want to point something out that, that comes up so, so often in, in my role in, in Logan, who's the other admissions counselor in his role, something that comes up so often is we'll be, we'll be chatting with a, a high school student about our college and they'll say, well, I want to go into nursing or I want to go into like uh, legal stuff, legal, a legal profession. And so when Derek is saying soft skills, what he's specifically referring to are you could soft skills and people skills. We can say those two things kind of interchangeably. And so what I want to, what I would like to uh, just really hammer in for a moment is that um, most of the time with higher education, um, except for like brain surgery or, you know, rocket science or something specific like that, most of the time places that are hiring are looking for that bachelor's degree. They're looking for they're, they're less, less about the, the specific degree, much more about this person has the grit to get it done. Um, yeah. And also to build on that, to build on something that Derek said, which is that Boyce Bible College is a college that teaches those soft skills, teaches the things that employers, the, the, those untangibles, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, those are huge. Mm -hmm. Man, those are, those are I, I, would, I would dare say in a lot of professions, those things are much more valuable to an employer than the specific skills. Because a lot of times, specific mm. skills on the job, those can be on-job training. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, it's really difficult to teach someone when to stay silent and when to listen. Mm -hmm. how, to, how to be on time. How to, to value the, the constructive criticism of others. Those are things that it's very difficult to teach on the job. But Boise Bible College... Um, I speak now from personal experience. I was a very, my, my clan, the Gritton clan, boy, we are, we are some hard headed people, but we man, but Boyce Bible College managed to teach me how to be um, more soft-spoken, mm -hmm. more uh, a listener first, and a speaker second. Yeah. And I would add to that. One of the things that, that would be layered on top of that here at Boise Bible College would be uh, the ability to handle scripture accurately mm in your people relational skills. Absolutely. So, I mean, for example, I mean, we don't have a medical degree, you know, but in the medical world, precision, 100% mm -hmm. precision is absolutely demanded. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so let's just take that to where we are. We're, we're, we're generating, we're creating, not creating, I guess we're equipping pastoral surgeons who can handle the double-edged sword mm -hmm. well with humility and compassion but with the guts to hold to a line of truth and an absolute. Yeah. And I think to do that tactfully with people skills and with, some, with a backbone of confidence where you really care about how that person is hearing this, but, but I'm not ashamed yeah. to gently say truth. I think that's a part of um, how we as a faculty and staff take our role of investing into students so that they can be successful as they interact with people around them as they go on in life. Mm. 
Well, we're almost out of time, Derek, but there is one last question that I'd like to ask, and it's actually going to be kind of a combination, um, a combination question, which is, I know that um, me specifically, when I was in high school, I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. And so I know that there are going to be listeners of this podcast who don't necessarily know what the future might hold. Um, and then also there are going to be people who are, are asking themselves a very simple question, which is, why in the world should I consider Bible college when there's, you know, a university down the road that has so much more, you know, so many more things? Um, how would you answer that? The, the, the topic of the question is why, the topic of the question, the topic of the podcast is why you should consider, um, why you should consider Bible college. I think our conversation to this point has has lent itself to answering that, but I'd like to pose it directly to you. Why should a high school student who doesn't know the future, who doesn't know, who doesn't know why, what would you say? Why would, why would they consider a yeah, Bible college? Uh, those are great questions. I, why and then how? Mm. So why, I, I would propose that our four-year degrees will help place our graduates into kingdom work, places of influence, uh, of leadership capacity. And just, just to be clear, kingdom work does not necessarily mean within the four walls of a church. No, no. It could be a parachurch organization. It could be, um, uh, it could be a local church. It could be a mission work somewhere. Mm-hmm. It could be a nonprofit entrepreneurial thing that the Lord places on your heart to create. It could very well be in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, but I think our four-year degree will definitely help you be prepared for the kingdom impact that God has always designed and desired for you to be making. And this is a place to discover that. I would say it's a better place to discover that than it is to try to figure out the career path. Mm. We're going to help you with the next step, but the Lord's going to continue to guide you with that. If you came as a student for, you know, the one-year certificate or the two-year associate's degree, then I believe you're going to be more grounded because of your time here. Uh, And and you'll thrive in the, in the degree you're going to earn at the university that you're going to transfer some of those credits into mm-hmm. or, you, or achieve in the marketplace. I think that, that Boise Bible College will help prepare you to thrive in the marketplace. That's why I'm a fan of Boise Bible College. Let me ask, let me at least approach the, the other question you asked about yeah, how, how could a student who doesn't know God's future plans for them, how do they go about discerning if they should take a step towards, towards Bible college? You know, for me, so this is more on the personal side of how I've learned and been mentored, every major decision, um, every significant decision, I have always um, coupled that season of decision making with much prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. I don't say that lightly. I mean, fasting one day a week where you don't eat. I know you can fast from several things, but I'm talking about the, that stomach pain of not eating and yeah. feeding your stomach. Uh, when your stomach grumbles, that's your internal alarm to read some scripture mm. and to ponder, reflect, or to chew or to feast on scripture. Yeah. To, to not ask God, God, what should I do? But in those moments, I've learned to God, I, I want to know who you are. Mm. Because when we, when we fall in line and we get into a face-to-face interaction with Lord, and we want to know what our next step is, he wants us to know, do you just want me? Mm. Or do you want to know what I know about you? Mm. And I think that know about you comes after 
let's just know him and pursue him and fall in love with him. When I was in grad school, um, I knew the clock was ticking. Uh, I had entered my last year and I was advised and encouraged and I practiced it my last year. I knew the graduation date for, a, so for about 11 or 12 months, I tried to be uh, very religious um, on Thursdays, fasting mm. and praying. Not about what my next step would be, but I wanna know your heart, Lord. Yeah. And um, I don't think it's like a magic pill. I think it just delights the Lord. Yeah. When we delight in him, he so much wants to give us the desires of our heart because our desires align with him. Yeah. And I think that sequence is really important. So I would add that fast and prayer. I would, I would encourage you to listen to godly wise people, not necessarily your peer group, um, but people who know your gifts, know your talents, know your, your skill set, know your passions, but are, are heavenly wise people and to be willing to really listen mm. to them. I would also ask God, if you haven't asked him, God, what, what, what is it that you want? of me. Hmm. And that's an easy question to think about when you want into the future, but actually ask him yeah. and then have ears to hear um, a verse that really has helped me to seek God's wisdom, to trust the Lord with all your heart and not to lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways or your paths, um, seek him yeah. in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make them straight. That is, that's a promise that has been drilled into my heart in high school yeah. and it stuck with me. That would be the how related to the why of God's desire for mm. you to consider Boise Bible College. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Um, I want to again, Derek, thank you for, thank you for being on. A real uh, treat, Mike. Thanks for the, the invite. Absolutely. Sharing the wisdom of a, a man who has spent uh, many, many years in education and many more years um, living out the advice that you just gave. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for being an example for, for us. Mm -hmm. um, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little bit of a special treat. I'm not at liberty to say who it's going to be, but we do have a special guest um, unaffiliated with the college. And so I'd like to invite you back next week to hear from the perspective of someone who uh, didn't go through the college, but was um, deeply involved with someone who did. So once again, thank you for listening in, and I look forward to uh, seeing you next week. This has been Let's Admit It, goodness gracious, this has been the Let's Admit It podcast with Michael Grant. Thank Let's you for admit joining it, us. Let's Admit It, Mike. <laughs> thank you, Derek. <laughs> Have a good week. Bye. You want to say that again? <laughs>